I like that we have urgent breaking news music for this intro about the blowjob place. Urgent, read all about it. Are you getting enough blowjobs on the daily? Hard news at 11. Live from the liar's lair, this is the Disinformed Podcast. We intend to make liars of each other. I'm Shane. I'm a panic attack. I'm John. And I'm an attention deficit man. Uh, I'm Michael. <laughs> Technically, I'm sorry. I, I misspoke. I'm Kenton Eldorado. I'm Timothy Lone Cactus. And I'm Robert Greer. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for joining us. This is going to be a, a, an exceedingly entertaining episode, I am sure, because we are going to be discussing a man who happens to be Caucasian and still sports an afro. No, it's not Art Garfunkel. It is Richard Teagle Simmons. Oh, and we are Tom. so excited to discuss this week. But uh, uh, break it break it down more. Who is this Simmons? What does he do? Oh, you're Who's gonna his get mom? you're gonna get so much of the Richard Teagle Simmons, you're gonna, barely gonna be able to compose yourself. Did you say Richard this Teagle? music it's what like you Eagle do. Teagle exercises? Teagle? Did With you know that you can do not only vaginal kegels, but you can do anal kegels. I found out <laughs> <Really>? last night. <laughs> the more yeah. you know. Never taken a painful shit? That's a kegel, man. Come on. Step it up. Uh, I mean, the last six years of being in this band with you has been a painful shit. Uh, so. I don't have painful shits anymore because I use a squatty potty. Oh. Still going strong with the squatty potty. And your your knees are in your chest. Mostly. Yes. Mostly. You you mostly come This music night. is giving me agita. I feel like I'm being chased through a forest. Yes, there's a giant hatchet-wielding madman who's just houndering us through you these know, you flat know what it lands. Is? It's like a cheap Walmart version of like when you're playing a video game and an enemy is aggroed onto you mm-hmm. and they're you have to This is dead by or, daylight right now. Yes. Yeah, we're like Oh fuck! And you're trying to hide, but because of the pathing or something, it's like you watch it. Or like, it's like walking into a counter, and it's yeah. not losing its trail. Or like I'm playing Zelda: <laughs> Breath of the Wild right now. Anytime the guardians notice you, this agita-inducing music. Actually, plays. this is what happens when the Velociraptors start to jiggle the handle. Oh, we were talking about Jeff Goldblum before we started rolling. We were. We got on the Jurassic Park boner. Okay. And uh, so we talked about our favorite podcasts mm. uh, that we were listening to. Um, I'm a moron, and I don't spend my money wisely. Um, so and I, I started subscribing uh, to YouTube Premium. Mm. Ew. <laughs> I know. I know. I did it out of desperation before I got on a, a plane from Chicago back here on my last trip mm. uh, because I wanted to get some offline viewing on some videos. Oh, okay. And, that makes sense. And yeah. I used the trial to, to facilitate that, and then I ended up really liking YouTube Premium. Um Anyway, since I'm paying fucking money for it, I want to get my money's worth out of it, so I've been trying to watch more YouTube and, like, find content creators that I enjoy. Um, so I don't know if any of you have content creators that, that you enjoy on YouTube on the daily. I think we may have touched on it briefly, um, but a show that I like is a very popular one, um, and it's Hot Ones, or Hot Wings. Oh, yes, I know that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So essentially, they're almost 10 seasons deep, 
and they get celebrity guests to come in and they eat through 10 wings and interview them as while they having an, a legit interview. And that, I think it's my favorite part about it is that they're having authentic interviews while putting these people through pain. Like you have to have a shtick to, to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, they did, ro- or, uh, they did Ramsey, which was hilarious. Uh-huh. Um, cursing all throughout. I discovered that I have a very intense crush on Aubrey Plaza, mm. uh, watching hers. Uh, but also tying it back in, Jeff Goldblum ah. did an episode, and I never want to talk to him, ever. Like, okay. if I ran into him, uh, it was almost unwatchable. Well, I mean, also, to dovetail slightly, but to pull it back into our universe, WWE Hall of Famer Stone Cold Steve Austin he, also I, did a very entertaining one. I haven't so. watched it, but I have seen it's It's uh, populated on, like, the, the related mm-hmm. or... It's fun. Watch it's, it's worth watching. Um, he's a craft beer drinker, isn't he? He's a craft beer creator as well. Uh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah. you know got the Broken Skull IPA for all of you. Yeah, who I'm want not the drinking a, a beer right now. No, you never are. <laughs> you were trying so hard to make a noise. And it... <laughs> that sounded like a dinosaur. Oh, feel those hops like rabbits in a box. All them hops. Are you rapping? I am. <laughs> I'm the whitest rapper you know. Uh... But yeah, do you guys have Content any YouTube channels you? that you really enjoy? Oh, uh, so I guess it depends on like what's your like your daily like hot ones for me. Like uh, Becky, uh, my sister Kristen, and I like we'll watch it anytime we're hanging out, or if I have only one more thing, like if I only have time to do twenty minutes of an activity, I'll just throw it on. Yeah, you know, like just uh, to relax. I really liked. Uh, I'm going to pronounce it wrong, and Asher's going to correct me. But uh, Afro Senju. Uh, I don't know. he's, he plays video games. Uh, he's the one who I followed playing, uh, he did Dark Souls. He also did. Did you talk about Sekiro? Yes. So he did yeah. the full playthrough of, of Sekiro, which is hilarious because he just screams at it the entire okay, time. Okay. I know who you're talking about now. Yes. All right, cool. Uh, D's Nuts was fun going through Bloodborne. So I, oh I enjoyed <laughs> some of that. But, uh, yeah, those are, pr- I watch a lot of, this is funny. I watch ESPN and some of the talkies that they put up. Why so not? That's, yeah. You know, it's a lot of stuff. And then, uh, Jim Cornette, because I am a, you know, one of those old school wrestling cats. So, uh, Mr. Jim okay. Cornette is hilarious. And he's also, apparently, according to Melissa, he is my spirit animal. Cause he's like so Gordon he's Ramsay of, yes, basically. <laughs> he's the Gordon Ramsay of wrestling. He just screams at everybody. He's very okay. upset. He's the old man who shakes his fist at the sky. So. Get off my lawn. Uh huh. What about you, Mike? Before oh. I do that, I'm going to turn the fan down. Cause I realized I left it on. Ah. Miss, can you please stop screaming? Check, please. See, the best part is that's Mic why I check. paused it so I can just immediately ha. Cut, it, cut it out. Ha, 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 ha. The magic of editing. None of you fuckers will hear any of this. I'm going to edit you. Should you should leave that in. I'm going to I'm gonna vote that that stays in. I'm going to hear it all. Through the, the magic of cloning. <laughs> Your mother was a pirate hooker. Oh. Anyway, um, so I guess there's two channels that I've been following uh, pretty nicely. For gaming, there's this British guy named the Spiffing Brit. He cool. does a lot of exploit videos uh, where he plays, like... Like breaking the game? Yes, yeah, yeah. So, like, Fable... I by exploit, or... you meant he tied girls up and then pees on their faces. <laughs> that's just you. I'm sorry. There's actually a kind of game, like, a YouTuber that I've been following that's been developing a game like that. So, actually, I like this one, too. So, it's called... Uh, Hot Yandere... I'm butchering it because I can't speak Japanese. Yandere Simulator. So, uh, essentially, it's... A video game where you play as an obsessive person over their senpai, and you try and win the senpai 
by killing all the women that are interested in him. Would you call that weeb shit? Probably. I mean, there yeah. is also a game that is supposed to simulate urination for a man, right? There was like a, a wee wee. <laughs> oh my, what? There's a legit, oh, yeah, not, yeah, yes, I, there was a thing um, where you're supposed to like try to urinate like you're standing and urinating and get the pee in the bowl. Okay, I feel like I'm in a safe space. I'm going to share something that I discovered randomly on Pornhub a long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away. This didn't happen yesterday. Five minutes ago. Um, have have you guys both played Guitar Hero at some point in your life? Yes, yes and I got really frustrated because actually playing guitar and playing Guitar Hero Agreed. are dramatically different things. What? Agreed. I didn't know that. Hmm. So, <laughs> and I'm being 100% honest, I don't know how I stumbled upon this. Recommended for you. <laughs> Maybe? Okay, so we can all agree that porn, like, let's say you, you're spending time on Pornhub, during your your naughty time and finding the right porn the masturbating is about like 80 percent finding the video mm -hmm. and 20 percent doing the deed 20 percent finding your yeehaw juice yes anyway i found there's a lane of pornhub videos that it's is like tory it's lane. like stroke yeah. hero where they'll put the porn on they'll put like some edm music and then a bar at the bottom that shows you the tempo that you should be stroking your dick okay so it's like a joi with music. kind of okay huh. and i tried it and it, it wasn't that good <laughs> it's really a anticlimactic climax i find anytime i have to masturbate with a tempo it's like a beat the cock challenge and shane <laughs> you play music with me you know that i don't have rhythm you do not so a rhythm based game just frustrated you <laughs> frustrated i wasn't even focused on on the beautiful uh scenery i was frustrated at the fact that i couldn't get on tempo you were wilting like a, bunch a dead of misses flower. and uh, you know fails as you were missing the beat <laughs> yeah just popping up on the screen yeah there. except every time that you miss uh miss a beat on that game it just shares what you're doing to your facebook so the stakes were really raised <laughs> oh, God. now you say that now the uh metronome on that is the uh it's the meat beat right <laughs> <laughs> if you mean the balls slapping the gooch. Yes. <laughs> gooch. Uh, now, gooch. speaking of balls slapping asses, yeah, let's, let's get, talk about let's Richard Simmons. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Milton Teagle Simmons was born, and that's Teagle, as in Teagan and Sarah. Smeagle. Uh, not Kegel. Aww. For Michael. Was born in New Orleans, Louisiana, all hail, on July 12th, 1948, to Leonard Douglas Simmons Sr. and Shirley May Satin. Uh, here's the thing. Some of this is going to be pulled from Wikipedia, so you can just look Richard Simmons up so you can get some context. And also, some of this is from a... Uh, beautiful slurry of articles that I pulled up. So there will be some hyperlinks here, but I kind of made a little melange of all of this material here, so try to keep this a little less bland than I Wikipedia. I his face. Do it. Okay. Do you there not know go. who Richard Simmons is, firstly, before no, we start? I know, Richard, I know Richard Simmons, but I was mm, kind of... Beautiful. It's been a minute. Yeah, he's... He's like Polly Shore to me. Yes. You know, like, I, I know Polly Shore, but I can forget his face almost immediately. Right. Well, he looks very much like Richard he, Simmons, funnily that's enough. That's probably uh, why yeah, uh, yeah. it prompted me. Anyway, go ahead. In any event, his uh, father was uh, raised Methodist and worked as a master of ceremonies and later in thrift stores. 
I don't know why that contextually needs to be included, but okay. Uh, right. His mother was Russian Jewish and was a traveling fan dancer and later a store cosmetics saleswoman. It's a fan dancer. Someone who dances with fans, John. This is not exactly hard <laughs> oh, to Oh, yeah, literal down. stuff. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. I met a fan dancer. Okay, sorry. That I Can was you do the to Fandango? Lewis. This is going to get us all in. Go ahead. Sort of he became obese during his early childhood and adolescence. He began overeating and becoming overweight as early as the age of four. And by the age of five, he knew it was perceived negatively. At the age of 15, he weighed 182 pounds. At what age? At 15, he was 182 pounds. He was nearly 200 pounds at, at 15 How tall is he? Yeah, I have that's, no idea. doesn't matter, I guess. Yeah. That's still... Uh, well, I mean, if... Well, oh, I guess 15 isn't like... You wouldn't be like If we're going BMI, like, we're probably well above being morbidly obese. Right, so. right, right, right. Uh, As a young man, he considered being a priest. Again, some of this... The way they speckle facts in this thing is really bizarre, but... Uh, as a young adult art student, he had appeared among the freak show characters in the Fellini films Satyricon and The Clowns, published in 68 and 70, uh, respectively. And he eventually reached a peak of 268 pounds. He's a very diminutive man, I should say. From what I've seen, he's probably maybe 5'5", five, 5'4". Five, five, uh, very, okay. you know, what called oh, sprightly. Okay, so, well then the... the- the 180 makes even more sense, like yes. a 545. Five, five, and then like, 268 at you I know, have five, bulk four, season, five, five. man. Like you're, he's he's got some bulk. Uh, so upon moving to Los Angeles in the 70s, he worked as the maitre d' hotel at Derrick's, which is a restaurant in Beverly Hills. He developed an interest in fitness. Exercise studios of the day favored the already fit customer, so there was little help for those who needed to gain fitness from an otherwise unhealthy state. Uh, he established gyms, and uh, his interest in fitness helped him to lose 123 pounds. Simmons later opened his own exercise studio, originally called The Anatomy Asylum, which sounds like the worst horror That's film ever. That is a real thing. Okay. The Anatomy Asylum, where emphasis was placed on healthy eating in proper portions and an enjoyable exercise in a supportive atmosphere. The business originally included a salad bar restaurant called Ruffage. <laughs> the name, a pun on the word roughage for dietary fiber. No. Though it was what? eventually removed as the focus of the asylum, shifted solely to exercise. Uh, re- later renamed Slimmons, the establishment continued operations Slimmons. in Beverly Slimmons <laughs> in Beverly Hills, and Simmons taught motivational classes and aerobics throughout the week. Slimmons, for facts, closed in November of 2016, which will no, come. We nearly have missed it. I know it'll. It's going to come into play later on, so just bear that in mind as we move forward. In 2010, Simmons stated that he had kept off his own 100 plus pounds uh, for 42 years because and, of self hatred, probably, mm. and the hatred of others. Uh, had been helping others lose weight for 35 years, and that in the course of his fitness career, he had helped humanity lose approximately 12 million pounds. Uh, well, everybody Simmons. applause for him and his works for humanity. I don't like that. <laughs> I also I like the humanity lose. Here's the thing. The, as being the one chunky kid in the room right now, your derision is noted, you slim fucks. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's really difficult for you to lose fat. What's fat? <laughs> Me, asshole. No! <laughs> so, oh, no. uh, Simmons then used the web as a method of outreach by running his own membership-based website and also has official pages on numerous social networking sites such as Facebook, Twitter, MySpace, and YouTube, just like we do. What are 
our Twitter, Facebook, and stuff? Or do you want to do that later? Oh, I can do it. So uh, you can find us on Instagram at Disinformed Podcast, Facebook.com slash Disinformed Podcast, at Twitter at Disinformed Pod. Look us up there. We have plenty of fun stuff, including John dressed as Richard Simmons in some booty shorts. I'll do it for the gram. Done. See, I was going to say initially Someone that buy me the like costume. It was like an automated response but. button that will tell us about our information. And it's like a snap and you're instantly in that mode. But then you threw in that extra bit about him in uh, Richard Simmons some shorts. shorts. And, yeah, I was I'll like, okay, the illusion the has been shattered. Give and me a, a white claw too and I'll do anything. <laughs> white claw and grams. Um, sorry for interrupting you. No, Just felt it. like a good yeah. little segue in hey, We, we don't plug. have those often. It's so. reasonable. Yeah. I like it. After almost 40 years in the public eye, Simmons, 68, failed to show up to teach a class at Beverly Hills Fitness Studio Slimmons. That was on February 15th, 2014. He has not been seen since. What the fuck? What? what? Okay, so I don't know much about this guy, and mm. I didn't even remember that he was the fitness guy. Like, I saw the pictures, right. but I didn't piece it together that he was the very eccentric uh, gentleman that he mm-hmm. is. And furthermore, like, the reason we got onto this is that in episode one, I claimed we were sponsored by D. Lamille and Jazzercise, which were both of his programs. Got it. And then that's why we fused this back in, as uh, I joked about it at the time. But, full uh, circle. So, now, I'm sure he has been seen since we're gonna, because this kind of has been amended, I believe, but technically, he went missing for a significant amount of time. And now... Missing Richard Simmons is a limited-run podcast dedicated to digging up the truth behind the disappearance, and it has stirred up several uh, serial-level... Serial being the podcast. Yes, serial podcast uh, and serial, you know, breakfast cereal. Uh, It has stirred up serial-level fascination (laughs) with his story amongst people who had barely heard of Simmons until recently. Okay, I I just went from... Semi-interested to I'm all the way here. He is this is why I was. I gave you a little mask. tease. You had to figure out who the guy was. You guys first. just saw light back into my eyes. Yes. Yeah. So context. You don't need to be a board-certified therapist to connect Simmons' emotional volatility and desperate need for connection to an unhappy childhood. Young Milton Teagle Simmons was asthmatic, and for most of high school. Uh, he tipped the scales at 268 pounds. I took desperate measures to lose weight and did terrible things to myself, he recalled. I went from diet pills to 30 laxatives a day to throwing up. That's Bulimic like too, too many. Well, if he was diluting it with water, he would have been fine. No, it would have been more powerful. Oh, I forgot. The water remembers. Yeah. Is that why it's called water weight? Is that, you know, you the water remembers your fat? Water's like, hold on there, sport. You ain't going by that either. You're not losing any of this, buddy. <laughs> oh, you want to order a medium shirt? <laughs> Are you sure about that? The water that? remembers. <laughs> so, and then he's saying after all the throwing up, he would starve himself. So he managed to summon up enough self-discipline through diet and exercise to lose the 100 pounds, yada, 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 yada. And now he uh, released some 97 exercise tapes. Uh, and only one title matters. Released in 1988, Sweat into the Oldies is all you need to see to understand Richard Simmons' success. The sea of Jane Fonda-inspired fitness tapes featured instructors in astounding shape motivating classes of already attractive specimens. Simmons, in his trademark too short shorts and spangly top, this is exactly from the article I pulled this from, filled a high school gym with morbidly obese female Midwesterners, many of them uncomfortable and fearful about the very notion of movement. And then he made himself ridiculous. 
Once he started screaming and cavorting, he put his audience at ease, and once he had their trust, he got them to move to a playlist of fairly feeble 50s and 60s pop hits. And I was then it would just be F's the whole this time. This sounds like a bit in like a almost like an A24 horror movie or thriller where like he's coming unhinged and undone and works them to death. Or, or like works them to death but like I can just see him screaming. He's you very know? energetic. If you've never seen any of these videos, please take some time out of your day cuz they are very worth well, watching. With my YouTube premium, I can enjoy them ad-free. You'd swear YouTube was sponsoring us this time. Uh, if only. Now, after he would get them moving, he would get them to cry. Unlike Jane Fonda, unlike Arnold Schwarzenegger, another beneficiary of the 80s, 50s explosion, Simmons knew his audience. He'd waddled in their shoes. The derision in this article is just glorious. They're Damn, disgusting. Yeah. He told his students his miserable origin story, freeing them to sob their way through their own dreams of being liberated from their blubbery prisons. Simmons didn't just make millions from infomercials selling his tapes and deal a meal diet plan. He made a more intimate connection. His tears and encouragement weren't just for the cameras. Calls, letters, and unexpected visits to the homes of the fans who used his products were commonplace. Simmons toured Midwestern malls incessantly, usually initiating contact with his fans. It was as if he needed them more than they needed him. As Simmons' empire expanded, his mainstream visibility grew. He played himself uh, in a four-year arc on the then-wildly popular daytime soap General Hospital. Simmons wept and shrieked his way through his own daytime show. He never said no to a guest slot on a sitcom or game show. But two media titans turned him into a willing figure of mockery. From the late 1980s, Simmons began turning up on The David Letterman Show, eventually racking up 46 appearances. He was an equally regular host on Howard Stern's radio show. Now, this is all important in the context of the fact that he was very openly out in the public eye for a yeah, significant amount of time. He's working hard like a motherfucker. Like Correct. He's always doing something. Every single day, it sounds like, if he's going to be making that many mm -hmm. many appearances. And he's one of those persons, like uh, individuals who really personalized what he was doing and felt like he needed to have an actual vital connection to his audience because he cared about their, you know, well-being. That's the whole reason he was doing it in the first place. So he wasn't just, hey, I can sell this money or sell the material and get some also, money off you. So that I don't miss the fact mm -hmm. that we're trying to call bullshit or anything. Uh -huh. um, the amount of appearances that he made... The four, was it 46? Yes. It's, that's not... That is bullshit. Ooh! Well done! I uh, don't think I have ever caught one. Well, congratulations. You got it on the fly, too. Uh, it was 33 actual appearances. Okay, cool. So, uh, I didn't the kind of bullshit that I try to get on you guys when I actually try. Uh, yeah, you're like, <laughs> I see through it. This is what I do. Uh-huh. Um, why would he be on a radio show if he's usually about video, like, being just personal? So that they can any hear advertising him is good advertising. Oh, uh, he's just to you spread awareness, have a conversation. They have my, plus, and where are we on Howard Stern? I like Howard Stern. I mean, he's obviously doing things to be incendiary, and that's why people pay attention to him. And yeah. is, that, is that Private Parts? Is that his movie? Yes. Mm -hmm. Is that supposed to be biographical? Yes. Okay. But he, I, I have a feeling a lot of it is very embellished. Yeah. Um, 
I'll do, maybe I'll do something on Howard Stern because I'm not really familiar with him myself, and maybe I could actually try for once, guys. Mm. Um, don't hurt yourself. Uh, the studio that I worked at, the the owner, he was obsessed with Howard Stern, so I'd hear some Howard Stern, like when we'd go to like pick up some new parts or like mm. equipment and stuff like that. Were they so, private parts? Um, I don't want to talk about that. Good. The therapist says he doesn't have to. <laughs> it was a toxic environment. So. Uh, his his shuttering of his Beverly Hills exercise studio shouldn't have commanded much attention, but the longer Simmons was out of sight, the more that theories about his absence grew. So TMZ posited he was being held hostage by his longtime housekeeper, Teresa. And wait, so he disappeared in 2016? So 2014. Slimmons is, is done in 2016, correct. but when did he disappear? 2014. Okay. So he was gone before the thing really shuttered up. He missed one of the appointments and then just they no one saw him. And then eventually it shuttered because he wasn't there. You have a feeling he was kind of the catalyst yeah, for everyone's involvement. Absolutely. Makes so, sense. The National Enquirer went to the rumor that he was transitioning into a woman and liked to be addressed as Fiona. Because apparently he watched Shrek. Uh, Simmons <laughs> foreshadowed his departure from the spotlight in a 2015 appearance on twin comedians Jason and Randy Sklar's Scalarbro County podcast, admitting, I never socialize. I rarely leave the house anymore. Ironically, Simmons' absence attracted more interest than the decades when he was ubiquitous. Donald Trump even added the resuscitation of Richard Simmons to his towering dung heap of campaign promises. Wow, there's a lot of editorializing in this. Yeah. It is not mine. And that's so I'm just going to clarify me, this. But that is real, isn't it? it that Donald Trump promised yes. that. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. He said, we have to get him out, is what Trump declared. Get him out? Get like him he's out. in Iraq? I guess. <laughs> he's, he's hiding in a crump hole somewhere. But uh, ultimately, rumor-mongering increased to the point that Simmons agreed to be interviewed on the Today Show, where he was refuting uh, the theory that he was being held against his will. He says, I just don't really want to do anything. He said, I don't want to be traveling anymore. It certainly has taken its toll on me. The downbeat interview with Simmons, a man who never met a camera he didn't like, was conducted by phone. So, if Simmons wants to spend his twilight years enjoying his millions in privacy, the success of Dan Taberski's Missing Richard Simmons podcast is going to make that goal difficult. Taberski, a former fitness client turned Simmons' acquaintance, uh, walks a tricky ethical tightrope with his podcast. He claims concern for the well-being of a man he calls a friend, but he knowingly stokes listener hunger for revelations of a deep, dark secret. So this entire podcast has been sort of founded under the idea that he wants to talk about where Richard went. And he's worried about Richard. And so, he's not dead, technically? No, no. He's he's alive out in the world. So he's just sequestered away from prying eyes. Biding his time. Yeah. Waiting to strike. So, filmmaker... <laughs> <laughs> like he's a like a missile actual cannibal <laughs> Simmons Scud missile. He's gonna bring hot pants to the world. So Taberski was one of the people in Simmons' inner circle who lost touch when the fitness aficionado went dark. In the podcast, he threads archival sound bites of Simmons and interview clips of his friends with his own narration to create a chronological timeline of the days following Simmons' first noticeable absence. It's compellingly produced storytelling to explore, postulate, and some say even sensationalize what really happened. 
like saying he gallivants across hot coals in his backyard, hoping that the spirits will lift him into the heavens. Is that a real thing? I'm joking. Uh, I wouldn't put it past the article, honestly. (laughs) So, uh, here is everything that you need to know about the new podcast, Missing Richard Simmons. But before we get to that, I feel this is an appropriate place for us to uh, dovetail here and talk about this week's sponsor. Yes, please. Because, you know... Richard needs to go somewhere. He needs to get out. We all need to get out. We need to explore the world. And you know the best way to do that? Unta. It's not Uber. It's Unta. Spell it. U-N-T-E-R. It's a German company. Unta. Okay. So, uh, here we are. This week, the Disinformed Podcast is thrilled to be sponsored by Unta Transportational Opportunities. Opportunity only knocks when it has hands. And our hands are here to help you. If you don't ride with us, you may no longer have hands. Whatever your ambition, whatever your drive, and wherever you live, opportunity abounds, and we're here to help it find you. We have things with wheels and an abundance of affiliated individuals who manipulate them. We take you where you need to go and then take your money. No funny stuff, or we break you. Unta. Ride with us, because otherwise we'll break your legs, so you can't walk. So that's Unta. They're sponsoring us this week, and it's Fantastic. gonna be, you know, if you need to get out, if you had a little too much to drink, and, uh, you know, you, you're afraid you, you don't want to drive home, you need to get somewhere, call Unta, well, or else. Well, yeah, I mean, like, sometimes you can't trust your hands or your feet. No. You have to trust someone else with them. Mm-hmm. You that's... also can't, you know, trust reality. Right. Um, how much Night Vale? Have you been listening to? Way too much. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) what could have happened to Richard Simmons? Incomplete. As sparked by Unta. Uh, Rumors sparked, then flared, after a New York Daily News story claimed that Simmons housekeeper, cum best friend for 30 years, Teresa Roveles, was purportedly isolating him and controlling him. Friends claimed he was summoning... Yes. The devil. The devil. (laughs) Friends claimed he was summoning some, calling others to explain that he could no longer maintain contact. Mario Oliveira, who uh, last saw Simmons in 2014, told the news that she worried he looked gaunt, too thin for his already petite Five foot seven frame. So there we are. There's a little clarification. Petite? I so going from five, five five to five seven. Well, I just didn't remember how tall Lucky he was. Bastard. So now I know. As, as I like you have prepared so much that I'm just reading my notes here. Uh, mm. Try hard. <laughs> try harder than you. Uh, <laughs> so she blamed his tormented appearance on witchcraft leveraged by Ravellus. Well, we've all wow. met my ex girlfriend. The human soul being destroyed by black magic. Uh, <laughs> it is a claim adamantly refuted by both Simmons and Ravellas, who declined to be interviewed for the story in the New York Daily News. So, is Richard Simmons really missing? It's unclear exactly when Simmons dropped off. Tversky remembers February 15th, 2014 as the first day their spirited leader failed to show, which was out of character. Other accounts substantiate that, <laughs> beginning with Simmons' mysterious silencing as well. At the time, Simmons posted a message to assure those concerned that he was recovering from a knee injury. Hmm. So okay. okay. Kneecaps. <clears throat> Unta. <laughs> so then he fell into another round of silence as he uncharacteristically uh, uncharacteristically missed friends funerals 
and neglected to respond to well, fan Greg letters. Well, Greg was an asshole. Well, no one, no one was feeling Yes, that. agreed. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2016s, he emerged in a phone interview on the Today Show again to soothe personal friends and public concern, assuring those listening he was essentially just taking advantage of some self-care time. So, here is the controversy. Taberski urges listeners to call in with any theory you think we missed. Oh, no. So, basically, if he's saying, you know... I feel that Richard was abducted by grass people, taken to the Serengeti, and fed to a lion. He wants other people to add their own spin on the mix. Like, well, I heard that he was eaten by a Tyrannosaurus Rex well, when he, he was turned Jurassic Park. he called me a honky. <laughs> so, so essentially just, he's saying, give us more content by calling in. Exactly. Ooh. So there are various potential personal <laughs> crises. Uh, various potential personal crises. Like the suggestion his physical decline has made Mr. Simmons depressed, or that he's grieving the death of his dogs. And they have raised clues to turn over by Mr. Taberski and pals, and often dismissed as unserious. But, of course, as you've said, it's content, so why the hell not? Uh, though Mr. Simmons has acknowledged suffering from depression before, that wouldn't justify a complete and total retreat, Mr. Taberski decides, which conveniently excuses him to keep digging. Most disquieting is a clue... Air quotes, Michael. I'm sure you'll be mm, very happy. I heard it. Teased in the first episode when a former Slimmons client says that for the last two or three months, he was showing up in drag. Oh. As Fiona? Is Fiona. Uh-huh. Apple. Uh, in a forthcoming episode, Mr. Taberski digs into a tabloid report that Mr. Simmons is transitioning to female. He takes a moment to note that Mr. Simmons' gender identity is nobody's business but his own, and then forges right ahead. <laughs> Further episodes of the podcast go on to speculate that Mr. Simmons may have been abducted by aliens, is possessed by a demonic entity, and even goes so far to claim that he's converted his home into a sort of weight loss Wonka land, chock full of exercise equipment and free weights and protein shakes aplenty. That sounds like a great idea. I feel like that's the one that carries the most weight. <laughs> Obviously. But oh, damn it. Well done. So while Mr. Taberski will ultimately decides that these reports are false, uh, Simmons himself rebutted the stories on Facebook, but regardless of their veracity, it feels exploitative to spread rumors while simultaneously championing the podcast's great respect for Mr. Simmons' privacy. A, A serious journalistic transgression outing a person is played here as just another sensational twist to be picked apart for podcast fodder. Uh, so, I mean, again, there's a lot of speculation here, one, and a lot of editorializing from those who wrote the articles, but it was kind of sensationalized and better than just Wikipedia. He's disappeared and no one knows why. He disappeared. (laughs) Yeah. Um, have you listened to the podcast? I have not. I simply heard others who were talking about it and I'm like, oh, it's weird that you you wanted it. But, you know, it fits our lane. It's esoteric as fuck. Uh It's it's really off the beaten path. Yes. So it's just kind of one of those things. Uh, you know, in 2017, detectives actually went to his home and conducted a welfare check and told everybody, hey, by the way, we've seen him. He's fine. He's just doing, he's sticking to his own business. He just doesn't want to be in the public eye anymore. I was going to say, is that like one of the theories? Like, no, he's straight up, like, he's just, he's, he's just done. He's done. Yeah. yeah like, he, there's nothing to read into. His, uh, the, he just, he keeps sparking other things because he 
2017, April 19th, 2017, he made his first public comment on Facebook, essentially, with a photo of himself and saying, I'm not missing, just a little under the weather. It's really vague. You could yeah. you know, write something a little more substantive, but I feel like, you know... If where there's smoke, there's fire, maybe. But uh, the picture was included. Know. Oh, the picture that was included in the post was several years old, so it okay. wasn't current. So again, like there's a lot of weird things he could do to sort of dispel this and make it yeah, easier like, to take figure a it out. Picture of himself with like the newspaper. But right? again, like, and maybe he doesn't want to. Maybe the point I mean, is, is he fair. doesn't want people to speculate on what he looks like now, and he just doesn't care to be in the limelight. Like there's a lot of gray to this argument here. So it's interesting. Just, you know, something to, to run through. Uh, in May 2017, uh, he sued the National Enquirer, Radar Online, and American Media Incorporated for libel. Oh. Apropos of some of our previous conversation. Yeah. Uh, and uh, false claims that he was undergoing gender reassignment. In September 2017, he lost the lawsuit and was ordered to pay defendants attorney fees. Oh. Fun. Okay. Wow. The judge ruled that because courts have long held that misidentification of certain immutable characteristics do not naturally tend to injure one's reputation, even if there's a sizable portion of the population who holds prejudices against those characteristics, misidentification of a person as transgender is not actionable defamation absent special damages. Really? It's an inch. So again, another... Explain to me like I'm as dumb as I am. So essentially he's saying... You can't just... get in trouble for calling someone... A gender that if you don't identify oh, someone's okay, okay. gender appropriately, that's not libelous or slanderous, essentially. Got it. Which, you know, it, it, the idea is you're a source of derision afterwards or things like that because the general public is not necessarily the most accepting of it or wasn't right. at the time. Hopefully we're making strides towards that, but who knows. But um, I'm gauging just from the yawns around the room no, here no, 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 that uh, we're all starting to, to dive. So this is my last paragraph, thankfully. So we're safe. Okay. It's not a lack of interest. Is, I know. It's, again, it's, it's seven in the morning and we're all trying to keep ourselves awake. Again, we record in hours. batches of threes. Yes. Shane and I played a show that Michael was... Slobbering all over us for he was yes, he was right. there. I was I was trying to be very uh, find nice terminology, but I, I usually just beat you. I exist. Um, also, I will. I'm holding myself <laughs> accountable to a lot of this as well because this is very text heavy. And I said I was making up for last time being so short. No, no. This, I mean, we're only at two hours. So yeah, we're, we're I mean, this good. was. I wanted it to be a six hour saga. I didn't want to break it up into multiple parts here because he's not flat Earth. He's Richard Simmons. Well, I mean, and, like I'm doing it for the money. You know, I could have had just, you know, a three-hour stint, what but I wanted to flat bring it up. Earth truthers have kidnapped Richard Simmons? What if Richard Simmons fell off the end of the flat Earth? Motherfucker. He I'm going to call Zabersky right now. We'll get it on the podcast. You He's should. He's on the upside you down should. of the Earth. He's on the other side. <laughs> you should tweet your theory to him. Okay. I think and Richard just, has been Just do it on a whim on your, on your personal Twitter. Okay, I'll do that. And just yes. add him and be like... Have you considered he may have fallen off the flat earth? And I will also add hashtag 2A and any number of other things just to get everyone involved. No, we just want anything. Yes. And then just report back. It's not even a shtick. Like, it's not even a gimmick to try and get traffic. Mm. Just try it. Yeah. I just yeah. want to say No, this sounds reasonable. I agree. So, uh, he also, in 2018, sued a uh, private investigator claiming that he had placed a tracking device over a year earlier on the only vehicle Simmons used for transportation. It's my only means of conveyance. A BT Cruiser. <laughs> You'd hope. Noting that such tracking is in violation of California law. So, again, it's there's so much surrounding the fact that the guy essentially said, and from what I understand in some of the conversations, he's like, listen, I was out shilling for decades 
and you know being on Howard Stern, doing all these things, making you know appearances, uh, and you know that we've noted, it's difficult for you to just keep giving yourself to everybody's like yeah. I need a little me time I just want to you know enjoy the rest of my life I've been trying to help people for a long time yeah and I mean in the like in the whole spectrum of celebrities melting down and doing terrible shit mm. when they melt down just disappearing off of the face of the earth is the least egregious thing you could do yeah um I mean what Brittany shaved her head and <laughs> hey you, know. you leave her alone <laughs> It's funny, but we also talk, uh, you know, Jurassic Park being heavy in our minds this evening is uh, the thing the uh, American general public loves more than anything is gossip and digging into other people's business and information, whether they're uh, entitled to it or not, they assume they are. So we simply deny them that. Yeah. (laughs) And watch everybody go crazy. We're like, I want, I want to know what's going on. Why can't I know? Like, well, it's a private life just because he was a, you know, otherwise known celebrity, that doesn't entitle you to know every whim and, you know, nuance of his existence. It's yeah. just... And like you're saying, it becomes like nice fodder. Yeah. Um, which, again, uh, Michael had a podcast that he was piloting out before we started doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I pitched that we make it more pop culture mm-hmm. related because there's so much weird shit inside of it. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of it's larger than life. And this is... Definitely, like, a textbook definition of it being larger than life. Yeah. yeah that being you said... Were, oh, sorry. Or, no, 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 go, go, go. Because I was going to say, like, I didn't really know anything about it until you started talking about it, but then the Facebook picture that's several years old, that mm-hmm. that already piqued my curiosity. I was like, oh, there actually is something going on here. Like, right. Well, not necessarily, like, there's some conspiracy, but, like, there is cause to be there's interested more to it. in that. Yeah. yeah. There's, right. there's an interest that I didn't even know. Because there's not had. a straight line. It's not a linear sequence where it's just sort of, it's always an asterisk to everything that's involved because it's yeah. like, oh, well, but why is it an old picture? Why yeah. can't you show us that you're all right now? Yeah. Like, we why would have you a go, right to know. Why would you put the effort in saying, hey, guys, I'm okay. Here's a picture, but it's like old. Right. Like, why would you put that effort in at all if you... Like, if you just didn't do anything, right. no one would notice. No and one if you're, would be like, hey, you didn't post a picture. And if you're trying to quell all of the sort of, like, controversy surrounding your life, that's not the right way to do it. Yeah, at all. But, you know, it's just funny. I found it a really interesting study in a, sort of American pop culture. Yeah. The yeah. fact that we just can't let someone just go do their own thing. Do their own shit, live their life. You know, yeah. particularly when we've got an individual in higher offices of the government who tweets constantly and is involved in this idea of exposure where everyone knows his every you know waking for better or worse yeah Mm -hmm. it's funny i just it was an interesting take but now did i catch the only lie no you did not there are many lies well i wanted to keep you boys on your toes and so i lulled you into a false sense of security but if you want to take some final stabs tell me is that picture that we just talked about Uh is that actually several years old that is accurate okay I figured I would make a stab at that. Um, um, similar. No, nothing. No, I, I know it's a lot. So I no, I'll just no. I'm I'm throwing my hands up. I caught okay. one. I'm a genius. You did, yeah, honestly, we established yeah, yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the sister to that comment is uh, he only released sixty seven exercise tapes, not ninety seven. Oh God! Which you really used my own. I did. I me. used your. I tried Damn. to see how you know how it felt for you. Also, um, it was not only females. Depicted in his exercise tapes. I 
Uh, it was sorry after your uh, track history from the last episode. I didn't want to Easy. put any more oogly. Lo- <laughs> <laughs> um, it was Going predominantly, but not entirely female. The reason I did the live is the way that this person wrote their little editorial piece. Bullshitty, is, and also just all of again the judgments and the derision of like, oh, you flubber-filled fuckers out there, jiggle it along to good old Richard. Everybody like, laugh at the fat boy. <laughs> here's the, it's like again. Was I that love Pat Oswalt thing? Everyone laugh at the sad boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but I just, I find it really odd. And again, I'm not, I don't want to get didactic with this. So, uh, but again, someone can, if we're talking about women not having any worth or things like this and turn around and say like, well, they're fat. So fuck them. They don't have feelings. They did it to themselves. Like, oh yeah, someone dying from lung cancer because they smoke cigarettes. Like, oh, we don't. Fuck them, they did it to themselves. It's like, just have a little empathy, assholes. Yeah, it goes a long way. These are people who are trying to improve their health. They're not just sitting around crying about it and riding around in a rascal scooter waiting for the world to come to them, right? Yeah, it's just... So the the absolute sort of disdain that they throw with this, like, oh, he was just gaming the system, whereas all these other people were being pretty. He fucking manipulated these people into sharing their feelings and trying to better themselves. Like, feelings. Manipulated them into trying to lose weight like the losers they are. It's like, okay, (laughs) the dude just wanted to help people. Sorry, I guess he's an asshole. Anywho, moving on. The last lie. Uh, the podcast does not speculate. I thought you were going to say not exist, and I was going to throw this fucking mic at you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that would have been... That would have been, been expert-level bullshit. Yeah, I would have been like, you know what? We can't... We're done. We finished the podcast. Done. I was afraid <laughs> that you guys would get upset with this, how this was. Uh, they don't speculate that he's been abducted by aliens Aww. or possessed by demons or that he's converted. I thought the weight loss Wonka land would be too... No. Oh, my God. No, that was it. excited me. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I was, like, totally... Gunning so yes, for it. Uh, they only basically talk about like his gender identity. So you're and not going like to add that, them so. on Twitter, are you? No, That's, oh, it's a lie. Damn it's it. a thing. I'm sorry, but uh, they do encourage people though to tell them other theories. Like, fuck it, I, thing, I take it back. So. Do it. Still. Okay, I, I will throw <laughs> out that he. No, you he don't know. Fuck the... that. Throw the Willy Wonka thing at. Him. <laughs> throw the Wonka Land. <laughs> He's got a Emporium. Wonka Land. <laughs> He'll come out of retirement after like another couple of years. Send out golden tickets to exercise. He's got. Gyms to gyms. Yeah. It's like he's got in trees. a land of weight loss intervention. <laughs> there are trees made of shake weights. <laughs> just everything moves. But that the protein kids. bars taste like protein bars. <laughs> the schnozberries taste like a fat woman's garments. Uh, so that is what I have on the controversy surrounding Richard Simmons and his quote-unquote disappearance. Okay. I gave a lot of context there, but I felt like I know who he is, but I wasn't sure the two of you would really have an idea of who he is or why it's important that he disappeared no, that was or good. what it's it meant nice, to anybody. Uh, nice deep yeah. so. Like, I knew who he was, but I didn't know that there was controversy. I Like, they always ask, you know... Yeah. Never mind. It's 9.30. Do you know where Richard Simmons is? Right. <laughs> do you know where you're No, Richard I was going to try and do like a, who's a good boy, not how's the good boy? You know, like, <laughs> who's, who's a good Simmons, boy? not how's Richard Simmons? <laughs> uh, oof. So, thank you all for being here. We appreciate our sponsor, Unta. And uh, we're, we're happy, you know, in case you... <laughs> 
need to catch a ride somewhere or you value your legs, you should probably give them a call. Listen, uh, I'm, I'm half the man I used to be after I used Unta. Indeed. <laughs> or you didn't use Unta is important. To, uh, download that app or they will find you. And uh, that's going to be it for all of us. We've already mentioned at this point you know, where you can find us on the social networks. So go check us out. Uh, Instagram at Disinformed Podcast, Facebook.com slash Disinformed Podcast, and Twitter at disinformed pod and uh, thank you all for hanging out with us for this the penultimate death stroke to the disinformed podcast i'm lying i'm kidding why did you say stroke and also i shared something (laughs) intimate with you guys and you didn't appreciate it at all i appreciated it (laughs) i mean if we want to talk about it again we can you know i mean i don't want to beat myself to death i just want (laughs) to come and get out (laughs) hey listen bring it up again and we'll all stroke it uh i won't do that uh but it's out i would do it i would do anything for love I wouldn't do that, but I won't do that. <laughs> you, but you just said you did. You, you literally did it. Don't earlier. read too far into it. Pussy. Yep, you clipped. I, I tried. Sorry. <laughs> Pussy. Also, Michael's roommate. I'm pretty sure if he was passed out drunk, has <laughs> definitely been frightened awake by the uh, screaming shouts of Pussy. I also am sure Sam is going. Sam the dog, not Sam the person, is going to yeah. maul my leg when I walk out of here. Yeah. And hey. Uh, shameless uh, plug here. Uh, if you do want to hear some music, October 4th, Shane and I's band has a new single coming out. Hey, this will probably be released like long after that <laughs> has taken place. So, so we're in a time warp right now. So, so you know. October 4th, our best selling single was released. And it is just climbing up the charts like a monkey up a tree. By that, I don't know what he means. It's had 13 streams in 13 months. Uh, um, but anyway, it's called Saturnine. Damn the weather band. This is not sticking in there. I think no, he's going to it's kill fine. It. If he keeps it, he keeps it. If not, fuck you, Shane. <laughs> God, um, I'm sorry. I hate to break reality to you. Uh, oh, man. Well, you just throw it in there for... This is going to be fun to edit. What could I use you for? So... <laughs> Synchronized rhythm. Okay, well, here it comes. Do it yourself. Do it for less. And, and you can come. You can come all over her chest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure Michael's A roommate plus. has been uh, frightened awake. Ah, oh, damn. Uh, Shane has regaled us with his uh, new single, "Dirty Clippy." Um. <laughs> I don't uh, think there's much more ground to cover. Let's stop um, beating this horse. I think that on the next round, we'll have uh, Michael doing more Flat Earth stuff. Yep. Um, Shane's going to talk about more weird shit. What do you got next, Shane? Uh, it's the Stargate Project, or Distance Location, or Distance Seeing. I don't understand. Good luck. You're yeah. going to enjoy it when it rolls around. And yeah, I, I guess too. I've read Dune yeah. once, too. Haven't um, we all? Actually, haven't. I'm going to. It's not distance um, peeing, John. It's oh, different. got it. Um, and oh. then I, I, I got Howard Stern. I can do Deer Hunter, 
the, the, the end of that since we just recorded our new intros. Yeah. Um, I mean, I look forward to hearing it, you know, two minutes before we come in to record. I don't think. Right, right. <laughs> no, I think maybe I'll start trying. I always get envious about the, the lengthy, the lengthy ones. Mm, well, you can get I lengthy. love lengthy ones. Give us the length Give and the girth. The girth. <laughs> yes. Give us the well, girth of the flat earth. I'll go ahead and say I think we got time. Yes. Uh, we're, we're good here. We, we're, we're out we're of done. time. We're tapping out. The audience tapped out 20 minutes um, ago. If any Richards, of you are still listening, we're sorry. Yeah. And uh, like Richard Simmons, I'm out of here. I've already been gone. This I'll be is gone in the dark. Phone call. He's not out. Stop trying to say that he wants to transgender himself. <laughs> what is it about exiting the show that makes you just incredibly insensitive? Problematic? Yeah. Yes. It's, uh, I think I'm delirious and uh, I just can't say anything right. Well, Shane, let me serve this up for you. For the Disinformed Podcast, he is. At a loss for words. Wait. You were close. Nope. nope. Got it. For the Disinformed Podcast, <laughs> I'm Kenton Eldorado. I am Timothy Lone Cactus. And I'm Robert Greer. Go fuck yourselves. And each other. And I'll clean it up. Don't worry. We appreciate someone. Wait. Hold on. Thank you all for coming. Don't worry. Richard, Richard Simmons. Simmons will clean it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>